0: The Empire has been repulsed, but this one defeat will increase its determination to crush the Rebellion once and for all.
1: Good evening, everyone. Tonight, we're talking The Last Jedi, and this is a weird episode because Jim has returned from the Netherworld, and we're going to try to sit there and piece together the plot for him because he hasn't been able to follow any plot spoilers or... uh, not even, because I still don't think more than a dozen people on the face of this earth even know what's going to be in the film, so I don't think we can have any spoilers. But anyhow, check out our sponsor, SkywardFunSupply.com, from Funko Pops to three and three quarter inch figures, and all the way to Six Inch Black series. SkywardFunSupply.com, your home for all your Star Wars toy needs. My name is Zach Weber. Tonight, I'm joined by Mark. Hello,
2: everyone.
1: Jim. Hello. There he is, back from the Netherworld. And Zenger. But I was going to go to the Tashi station and pick up some power converters. Join us as we discuss these topics. All right, because I am on borrowed time right now, and now I'm about to pass out from exhaustion. I'm going to pass over hosting range to Jim. Jim, please explain to our audience exactly what we're doing today, and to all of us about the fifth or sixth time we've heard this in the last half an hour.
0: All right. Good evening, everybody. This is Jim. Hi, Jim. Hello. If you've been following this podcast at all... I kind of disappeared for two months. I've been busy with other things, unfortunately. I've been missing this, but I also have missed all this podcast additional information and all the spoilers and all the information to put together to do something coherently. So I've asked my uh, podcast partners on my return if they could explain what we know and what we what conjecture we have to fill in the plot holes. Of the last Jedi.
1: Okay, right. So yes. Jim, please ask your questions away. We'll try to answer to the best of our abilities and I think it's, it's, it's a like a, a house rule for this one episode. I think if when you before you answer Jim's question, preface it with you know it's a rumor or it's something you found on the internet or it's conjecture on your individual part. I think that's a fair rule we can all abide, abide by, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm done. Right,
3: sure, and right, I'm Jared, also sure. going to interject with far-out their theories, both real, fake, and all the way in between. And if you guys want to make a game out of it, you can guess whether it's real or fake. There we go.
1: Just so everyone knows at home, before we started recording, Sanger showed us that he's actually literally wearing a tinfoil hat. So yep. let that let that set the stage for what you're about to get yourselves involved with for the next. Couple. There it is. You can hear it crinkling right now. So. Oh. buckle in folks you're in for a ride
0: okay here we go where does this movie start
2: off at do we know i believe it's going to be starting off on the planet octo
0: octo and that for everybody else is where the movie ended basically uh the the force awakens ended with luke and ray correct correct
3: okay i disagree disagree where you got zanger I have no solid evidence on this. And this is not one of my crazy... Well, whatever, it's a crazy theory. Why not? I think it's going to actually start with the retreat of the First Order from the Starkiller base heading to... Because it has to start in space. So after the credits go through, drop down to show one of the ships fleeing from there and they're like, no, you need to answer to, um, to Snoke on what happened. And like, a, and like an argument's breaking out between... And, you know whoever's on the ship trying to get to where Snoke is. Anybody else
0: have anything to add to that? Uh,
1: I could see that happening, considering that most of these Star Wars films typically begin with uh, the more the original trilogy begins with villains. Yeah, I could see that we start somewhere on the Star Destroyer bridge. That seems to be the the focal point of the First Order in this film.
2: Or. It starts off with, you know, Octo, because remember, it's been confirmed that, you know, literally picks up with the Force Awakens, you know, is done at. But then, you know, a couple of minutes, and then we get a cutaway scene to the First Order, you know, doing something in the bridge on on the, you know, the First Order, uh, the First Order Star Destroyer. Um, That's my thing. Or, it starts off in Octo, but then it cuts to uh, Finn, in uh, in the resistance base wherever that may be located at and then you know something happens there then cuts over to poe maybe I do not know but that's just my uh, speculation
0: all right so we're, we're well we've got our starting point what is the plot of this movie going to be there's been some things you know rumors out there saying what it's going to be about someone want to give us a- we have a starting point now, and then as you give your explanation, kind of give where the it's going to take place because we're already on the first set. Probably what three spots, three or four different spots this happens at. Someone
2: want to conjecture what happens? You're kind of preaching to the choir because we also don't have much of a clue <laughs> except um, knowing
3: that. Um, well, we do you know, know. some of it, because we've seen the trailers. We we have right, the trailer, right. we do but have we, an idea,
2: right? Well, we do know right off the bat. We do know that it's going to be uh, Ray training with Luke. Um, there's going to be some of that, you know. And based on some of the uh, Entertainment Weekly articles that we've been reading, um, there's going to be a bit of a struggle there because you know it has Luke uh, being sort of like down in the dumps. You know, he, he's like that. Uh, reluctant hero, like, you know, it's one of those scenes, it's one of those uh, scenarios where a person meets their hero finally, and then they end up not being, like, how they thought they would be kind of thing. So I, I think what's gonna happen is that Ray sees, you know, Luke feeling defeated, and, you know, and down the dumps, it's like, I, I, you know, she thought he was this great warrior, but he's just kind of, like, been, like, a hermit or so for a while, and then, you know, at some point, Luke will kind of come around, turn around, and then be like, okay, I think I've cleared my mind, I'm gonna think I can train you, and then um, the other thing, too, that's gonna that that this movie's gonna have is that, essentially, this is going to be the uh, resistance being in retreat, so you know, we know that... Empire Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. um, Yep. I mean, now we do know that the uh, we do know that the first order took a big blow, uh, you know, by the end of the Force of uh, the Force Awakens. So, um, well, they're technically also in retreat as well. Um, I, I, although I do not know the how large of the you know the big the size of the magnitude of you know the first order, like how big are they actually, you know? And um, the uh, the resistance, we do know that they're uh, you know the the main hub of the Republic got blown away. Uh, so there's, so they don't have that, you know, that center anymore left scrambling. You know, there's no higher up leadership in that, you know, in with the Republic. Not that we know of at least. So,
3: okay. And we got All right. some,
2: let's, All let's right. let, let's
1: let us let us let mister
2: Tinfoil Hatman go.
3: There you go. Um, let's see here. I'll start off with a good one. So who's Snoke? well, Got a few for you. He's Chancellor Valorum. Ah!
2: Just saying,
3: there's that one. I also have one here where he is Boba Fett. He's, of course, the ongoing one is he's Palpatine or Snoke. I mean, sorry, Palpatine or, um, oh, my gosh. Yes, thank you. I was like, I just blanked on his name. How did you forget the P word? I I don't know. So that's, that's my first one out of the gate. See if I can top it with a few others later.
0: The uh, okay, so we know from the trailer we have Octo. What is what is the planet? Remember the discussion we had about how many walkers were on the hill. That's oh, one yeah. of the planets, right? Yep. We, we talked about that for fifteen minutes. How many walkers were on the hill. what planet is that? That's
1: Oh,
0: Okay, crate, crate, and the red dust planet, the red dust planet, right? With the weird looking fighters in it. Then. We have the Casino Planet, right, where Finn and the new character go to. Correct. Correct.
1: We got that's Canto Bite, and he and Finn goes with Rose.
0: Right. And apparently they're set on a mission. Is that the understanding? Correct. All right. So we have at least three locations right now. Is there any locations from the the trailer
1: that we have not talked about? I don't think so, unless we want to count the first order star destroyer as a location,
0: right? right because that, I guess that's going f- to, I do remember that that's going to factor in there pretty big. So what planet, what order do you think the film follows? We already said Octo.
1: All right. Mustafar. And Yeah. Moose, is probably going to be in the film at some capacity.
3: I imagine because anyone want to, want to chime in real quick with the reason oh, please, why. Tell me why. Does it rhyme with Schmader Schmassel? Yes, Vader's castle will make a reappearance because that's where Kylo Ren is located, and that's his base of operation when he's not on a ship. Is it really? He- it okay. could be. Once again, yep. I'm I'm throwing theories out here of stuff that you know what? has been put out there. But I think he's right. I oh, think I, he, I'm not. I'm done it.
0: I think it's. A, I, I think it's a good theory. I suspect they'll bring that in. So we have possibly. We have five locations, which is, for a Star Wars
3: movie, that's a lot of locations. Yeah, but a quick cut, to to where it's just possibly only there for a little bit. Right, right, Like, right. when they're fleeing from the Starkiller base, he could have gone there in retreat while everyone else went. And Snoke's like, no, get him to me. I, I need to speak to him in person. And yeah, then well, that's when it cuts to him being there and gets, like, a giant hologram going, you need to come to my ship.
1: Yeah, well... Well, one point they've made in all these um, articles is that, like, like Mark was taught, touching upon with me- meeting your heroes—they're not always what they seem. They're kind of hinting at that Kylo Ren may have never met Lord Supreme Leader Snoke before, and that's it's, this might be his first time encountering him in the flesh. Really? That's that's something that's been hinted at. I, I, it's not. It's, for called for, forthright as the Luke and Ray thing is. But they make it sound like there is gonna be I, it seems like Kylo Ren's gonna be having a lot of soul searching in this movie. Right, because he I just been... A, I can agree with that and he just acts his dad so but my but going back to what you were asking before Jim with the plot, this is my plot synopsis of it. Okay. We are going again this is more broad strokes obviously I don't know any more than anyone else does. We're gonna have the Octo nonsense and while that's going on with Luke and Ray we're going to have the resistance base on Dakar have to be evacuated. We're basically going to get the battle of uh, what happened to the Rebel Alliance after the Death Star, where they were had to evacuate Yavin Four. I, we're going to get that battle, and and I think that battles from the trailers because I I, got, I think it was a leaked coloring book. Or one of those, like as you know, they always have like the dozens of kitty books to tie into the, right, the newest right, right. movie. And one of them is some sort of like puzzle, and it's like help the resistance escape Dakar. It shows those resistance bombers from the um, trailer that they show out in space. So I think we're going to see some sort of evacuation from Dakar, and that's where we're going to have the whole thing where Poe's racing to his his X wing, and his X wing explodes.
0: His X wing seemed to explode a
1: lot. Yes, I think th- I think he's going to lose the black and orange X-wing in this. I think that's going to be destroyed because there's another photo of him in one of the ski bombers on crate. I-, I think they are going to again. They're going to very much do what—not to say Empire Strikes Back again, but it is going to be the sense of the resistance is going to be even stripped down further than when they were in the force awakens so you're gonna have again that's not the crates coming to the, the crate is the third act of the film crate is going to be the third act battle uh so you have that you're gonna have him trying to fight off the first order and the blue, the black and orange x-wing gets destroyed captain phasma raids the ship there is a rumor going around and please correct me if i'm wrong mark i think cat uh general leia gets captured i yes. remember reading yes st- yes all right all right I've Yes, and I think that's going to be Phasma's redemption. Phasma is going to capture General Leia. Again, that's speculation on my part.
3: I heard that in the very early part of the movie, you are going to have a confrontation face-to-face with Snoke and Leia. So how would that happen otherwise? Exactly. Makes sense.
1: So we have that, and I think during that battle, we're going to have... um, Rose's sister Paige, and Paige is going to be doing something, and Paige is going to die, or it's going to be very ambiguous as to what her fate is during that battle. It's going to hint that she dies. And whatever happens, one of Leia's last messages to Finn and Rose is going to be You have to get to Canto Bite. You need to, there's something on Canto Bite we need, whether that's money or Benicio del Toro's character. Who knows? Right. It, seems, it seems like Bidicio Del Toro is going to be a linchpin in all this. I think it's hinted at that he's going to be a splicer. He is going to be something of that sort. Uh, but so who knows? He might sit there and try to play with the First Order's currency. Uh, I would imagine Lord Emperor Snoke has some sort of funds. I think that's what's going to happen with them. You're going to have them doing their own thing, and then you're going to have I don't know what's going to happen to Poe. I would imagine Poe gets captured along with Leia. And he's going to do some sort of breakout or something to that effect. But this is where the fun part comes in. I'm pretty sure that the Lord Dern Vice Admiral Haldo is going to be something that's very reminiscent of Battlestar Galactica. And anybody here watched the new BSG? Or I'm not new, oh, but yes. the last one? Yes. All right. What are you- yes. I haven't watched it in a while. What was it called? The the woman who had you had obviously Edward James Olmos. Then you had the other woman that I think showed up what in season three or four that had the Pegasus. The other Admiral
3: Kane. Admiral Kane.
1: Yeah, yeah, there we go. And I think that that's gonna be Laura Dern. That's gonna be Laura Dern's character. She's gonna show up with part of the Resistance fleet that somehow survived the destruction of Hosnian Prime. Whether it be they were off in the outskirts somewhere dealing with something, who knows? She's going to be a a part of the Resist, not Resistance. Um, Oh God! The um, yeah, uh, the New Republic that survived, and 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 they're gonna rescue Leia, and her and Leia are going to have a, a issue about who should be in charge of this because technically, I guess military pers- chain of command, it would be Haldo, but obviously we all want Leia because Leia's been doing this her entire life. Uh, there's gonna be that back and forth of of arguing who's in charge, and while this is all going on, you're gonna have the Luke and Rey. Yoda and Luke thing, where you have all the the dream sequences and all the the training and the little creatures, whether it be the porg or the the nuns and Lord knows, and you have Chewbacca with a campfire with Art 2 and you're gonna have all that. Um, I don't know, as we know, there's going to be a point where Luke and Ray do leave because we've seen Luke's traveling gear. Something happens where they are forced to leave. As time goes on and on, I think it's less the Knights of Ren thing. I do think Ray's going to confront the Knights of Ren, but it's going to be a forced dream or a vision or a or a in the cave challenge. But what would I- motivate Luke to
0: leave? It would be Leia's capture, and he has to go rescue her. Ah! Uh-
1: I don't know. I think Leia's been in trouble a lot in the last thirty uh,
3: years. I'm going to disagree with that, and oh, I zangers. actually have a reason behind that. Please. If they had, if they had her captured, and that Luke's automatic response is to go after her, wouldn't that be showing that he's learned nothing since Empire? And once again, they'd be going back to the Empire well pretty quick. That's true too. I'm just saying. I do
0: you think saying, they could stay I, away from, I, I, from
3: the Emperor? The Empire strikes back. Well. Well, they've, they're obviously dipping into it with multiple different things in this. I mean, they have stuff like, um, I don't know, the walkers being in it. There's going to be speeders. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. Um, you're also going to have someone who has a shady pass who might be, you know, helping them. Again, Lando? It might, yeah, exactly. well, um, Benicio Del Toro's character, basically, yeah. But he played Lando, right. Yeah, so I mean that's the thing. Do you do you really think they're gonna keep going back to that well that fast and have everyone being like, oh well, they're obviously just doing what they did with a lot of people's complaints about the Force Awakens was that it was just a carbon copy.
2: A rehash. Yes. A rehash.
0: So all right. So we've got we've got the planet, we've got well we got a lot, actually. We've got you guys for not knowing a whole lot, sure know a lot. Uh let's see we got the character. What new characters? Are we going to be seeing here? I saw the Victorian Guard guys with the pseudo Japanese samurai costumes.
2: Those are going to be like the uh, like the Royal Guards at the that that Palpatine had. for Snoke. Yeah, yes, ex- yeah, except for Snoke, and um, they will. Um, you know, they will be more action oriented because you know the ones that we saw in, like in the in the original trilogy and I guess Revenge of the Sith as well. They didn't really do much, but. Um, I don't know about you know video games and whatnot, but uh, in the movies they they just kind of stood there, you know. So, will this
0: movie have a confrontation with Luke and Kylo Ren
1: and or Snoke? No. no. Confrontation, in what sense?
0: Uh, face to face.
1: Well, uh, yes, but as in battle confrontation or just a verbal confrontation, since that they will be addressing each other. Either way, you just t- what, tell me what you think. I think I think there is something. Something's going to happen, where Luke is on the Star Destroyer, and I think he's going to confront confront Lord Emperor Snoke. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Snoke fight. I I don't unless they give him a really. uh, I don't know. They keep saying it's fine. I went back to that behind the scenes video. I actually counted. They say seven times expect new, different things on seven separate occasions. They say, We're doing new and different things. This isn't what you're expecting? So basically <laughs> it basically comes down to, it literally comes down to once every 30 seconds, they tell you expect something different. I, I, I don't know. The problem is, again, this is something we were talking about the last episode, was that, again, Disney trades in nostalgia. They're not going to venture that far from the reservation. I, I hope they do, but I don't have a lot of faith. But who knows, they might go completely, like in my joke that Snoke, they might go complete Yuuzhan Vong, where they make him this, I'm not saying he's going to be immune to the Force, I don't ooh, think ooh, they're going to go ooh, that I far. I got something for that. Uh, okay, there we go, oh. hold on to that for one second. Um, I don't know if they're going to go that farcical with it, I don't think so, considering that they didn't give Thrawn the, the Salamari but I do think, again, if, if anybody who's reading the new books and I don't know about the comics, everything seems to be pointed toward the unknown regions. And I think yep. Snoke's going to come out of that. He's going to be part of the unknown regions and the threat. Again, like I said, third, the, the final half an hour of this movie, I don't think there's a single person that's not Ryan Johnson or an executive at Lucasfilm and Disney knows. I really think
3: they, they've done a fantastic job of keeping everybody in the dark. All right. Ready for this one, guys. The Emperor was actually the good guy. Really? This yeah. involves old canon, though, because he could foresee the coming of the Yuzong Bong, knew that the galaxy would not be ready for it, and decided to seize control to prepare the galaxy for the coming of the Yuzong Bong. The only way that he that, that the galaxy could survive is through his leadership.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that. I, th- I I made that. I think I made a reference like that a couple episodes ago, thinking there's going to be something at the end of this film there's either going there's one there's only a couple things we're either going to get kylo ren turns good ray turns bad or we see both factions team up in order to defeat a greater threat very much in the same guise as magneto and professor x i it's going to be one of those three and that's real I i can't think of them doing anything else that out of left field, other than that, because anything else beyond
3: that would come across as too far-fetched and you'd lose your mainstream audience. Fair enough. I just wanted to throw that one out there, because that was one I was reading when I was gathering all my crazy stuff for for tonight together, I and think, I saw I, that. I don't think that's as crazy as you think it is. I think I that's think close to the truth. Yeah, uh, all right, now here's another one
0: that's been coming up in my household. Will we find out Ray's lineage in this movie?
3: Yes, they have confirmed that you will find out, her parents will be revealed. They they Are,
2: confirmed that, like one hundred percent. I've
3: uh, heard that several times. They have pointed out that it will be referenced in this. Okay.
2: Well, what? well, look.
1: My thing with that is, is that I yes, Zenger. They have said they're going to explain the lineage. I don't think they're going to say, oh, it's like I don't think we we'll hear Ray say or Luke say your parents were John Smith, one two three four America
3: Lane. No, I, because I, I, they're gonna say your your dad was Palpatine. You guys, you guys can't handle that one? Okay, well your dad <laughs> died in the last movie because he was actually Han Solo. Oh yeah, they're going to Oh right. okay okay, so so you can't handle that one. All right, they're going fine. Right. I, I can handle it. Brother that. is Poe because you and... guys are actually brother and sister. And once and... again we go back to the well of empire.
0: My here's my daughter's <laughs> theory, and she's been on this theory from the beginning. Any other thing I think is gonna disappoint her. Ken- Kenobi is the lineage line for Ray. Nope. No, Ooh, against it. No. God, I think <laughs> I think that may not be the case because they're they're gonna be doing the standalone Kenobi movie. But I uh, but that's the one she wants. And I think if they just do I hope I hope it's something unique and 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 uh, creative with it.
3: No, I just Zanger want her to be a nobody. I just want her to be somebody who was basically came from nobody or people that you know. There, there's this whole theory that that that's why Kylo knows who she is, is because Luke kind of Kylo was supposed to be, you know, Luke's champion, like like his, you know, oh, this is this, this is going to be the kid. He's he's the kid. And then he and then he sensed Ray and was like, oh, no, she's going to be the one she's the one that, that, that we need to lead the the Jedi. And that's why Kylo knows her significance and knows who she is. After he destroyed everything, they put her into hiding on um, Jakku.
0: And that, you know what? And th- that's a Zanger, Good job. I can, I can look get behind that. That I was not get... one of my crazy
3: ones. My my hat is not on at
0: the moment for that one. So, <laughs> so what about? So will we get to see. I'm assuming in a flashback type sequence, we will see the destruction of the Jedi and how Luke ended up where he is. Yes.
3: Yeah, they kind of showed be, it in the trailers.
1: Yeah, they're not going to go that far further with that flashback, like they did in the Force Awakens. I think it's going to be a few seconds at most. We're not going to get full on flashback of of Luke from a decade prior. Okay, no, I don't think so either. Actually, now that I think about it, actually, it might not be a decade prior because, oh god, when did Luke's Jedi Temple get destroyed? Because bloodlines the book takes place i think five years or maybe six before uh force awakens and luke's still training ben solo at that time so it might not be a decade prior Might it might only be a f- about five or six years prior to the f- i don't know I, they, they, that's one thing i don't like about the new the new canon you know, they're doing a really good job certain things like that they're not they're not making it obvious when the exact time frame is but whatever. well as they don't want to yeah,
0: that's My true. on the canon on the new canon books. They add all these other characters in and do time
3: sequences and all this. I, I'm not a fan.
0: That's right. side note. Not a fan. Next,
3: okay, go Zanger, go go I, I, go. I got something. I got something for you. And this is for everyone. This has come up before, but I'm bringing it up again because I'm going to keep bringing it up. Is there going to be a time jump? A significant time jump in this movie? Yes or no? Mm, no. no. Define time jump. Something to where not empire to where it's, it's not gonna be an empire level time jump of loop training All right, time jumping, but a time jump more along the lines of, I get I, none of the movies already have had a huge time jump in them, but in between movies, almost like maybe a year or so is where it kind of jumps. ahead. Oh, I at think
1: one point. at most we get an empire one, which is at best muddled in the sense of we have no idea what the time jump is. It could be, when you watch Empire, there's really no way to gauge the time span that movie takes place over. I right. theorize it's about a month and a half.
3: Is that what it is? Is that what you think it is? That, that, yeah, actually, um, just to plug my own show real quick, uh, Zingus, <laughs> we just did Empire, and I actually had a theory that that is, and I'm not I'm, I'm not taking 100% credit for that. I did see it on the internet, and I did kind of do my own research, and I think he's training with Yoda for about a month or month a month and a half because the falcon's hyperdrive's broken and there's no real judgment of how long it would take them to get from where they were to where they're going and i think that there is kind of the movie takes place on two different timelines for a little bit all right how, how long does it take to get from hoth to the bespin system but so, he has someone got ha- the galactic atlas well hold on they also have to go to the asteroid field and they could have been that asteroid field for several days if not a week Hiding yep. out. Yep. Oh, yeah. like, absolutely. So then they leave from there. Oh my gosh, I'm just going to fully get into it. Then they leave from there and head towards, of course, Bespin. Now that could take another week or so for them to fly there with the ship in its current condition. Right. Now Luke is now, meanwhile, we're, we're assuming that, Oh, he's like, my friends are in danger. His time hasn't synced up with the time that we're being shown. They get to Bespin. They're at Bespin for probably, I'd say another week to two weeks. Before they finally, you know, go to freeze carbonite. And then within a day or two is when Luke is actually leaving and he has the confrontation with Yoda. So there you go. You have about a month's worth of time right there or longer to where he's trained for actually that long. And then that's when time sinks back up is when he gets there.
0: So we're thinking that we're going to have Zanger's thinking we're going to have a uh, kind of a time frame time jump a little bit
3: synchronization. Yeah, it could happen again. I mean, I they, they have to do something with, with Ray training. They, they can't have it just be another one of those, oh, you're fully trained. How long did that take? We don't know. I, I don't see them doing that again. It's it's just, it's left too ambiguous and it's too weird because, like, no one can ever agree on it. It's the same thing that's with, with Luke's training. No one can ever agree on that because I guarantee you there's someone that can disprove what I just said. And I can right. probably even disprove what I just said if I really wanted to. But that's the thing; it's kind of there's no hard evidence, and we've never had a good scale of time and space with these things no. too. You can kind no. of only judge from the planet they're on, and even then, it's wonky.
1: Okay, Vespin and Hoth are both in the same system, and Dagobah is not far away.
3: But but Luke has the ability
1: to use light speed. Yes, I know.
3: But still, I'm just
1: saying they are very close to each
3: other. So all same
1: spin s- are almost on top of each other.
3: So same system. By same system, do you mean they circle the same star, or is it just within a you know region of each other?
1: No, I think they're in the same star, because basically, on the, the map I'm looking on, I, don't, I know the, the Legends map is almost identical to the new one. They are all, the, the two names are practically on top of each other.
2: Hmm. That's according
1: to what I'm looking for, so it sounds, well, that's that was always my understanding of the, um, yeah, I think I'm, thinking, okay, I think I'm looking at an old map, because there's there's, there's there's planet names on here that really don't well, I don't know, Christophus is in here, which means it should be, I don't know. If they're close enough. I would imagine they, they won't change it that much.
3: Like, like I said, that's just was my theory of putting it together with the evidence I had at hand from from, from movie sources.
0: Good. So, I'm happy with that. So, okay, so, so what we've got, well, okay, well, Phasma have a bigger part in this movie. She has to.
1: Yes, yes.
0: I agree with that. I agree I with still-
1: that. I still don't think she's going to be much more than a um, henchman, though. At the end of the day, I-, I think that character is not meant to be much more than a henchman. So,
3: okay, I- I'll-,
0: I'll agree with that. All right, and then will we see a lightsaber
1: battle? Yes, between who? Um, good question. I don't think I. I- the more I-, I don't. I think they'll they'll have. I don't know. That's a weird one. It depends on how much they want to go um, subverting our expectations. There is going to be a Ray versus uh, a Ray versus the Knights of Rain, which I think is going to be a dream sequence. Ray versus the um, Snoke's guards. That's another one. Uh, I think there's going to be another one where we have her versus the oh god, what are they called? The Judicial Stormtroopers, the ones with the stupid. Oh link- yeah, baton. yeah, we
3: forgot to mention those. Where they have like half of their um, armor on one side's black and the other half's white. Yes, I think she's. Gonna, I think she's going to fight them too.
1: I don't know. It's going to get really boring at the end of every single one of these if we have a Ray versus Kylo Ren fight. I, I, it's like we've already done that. It's like is that really going to have that much more? Uh, again, she beat him in the first movie. Is it going to really mean? Much? Again, if she beats him again. He, he, he becomes kind of like a. There's no threat to him anymore. It's fact fe- he can be defeated now twice. So where's the the threat with him? Which leads me to believe something's going to change where I don't know. maybe they're, again, the faction they fight for changes. So maybe there is a different the audience has a different side to root for for their battle. i or I, I don't know. I, I think, think I think you know I'm over time today. I don't I, you know I want to see. The Ray go to the dark side. Things I think that'd be something really out of left field, and that'd be fun to watch. I think they are going to have Kylo Ren and Ray on the same side. I really think there's going to be a fight in this film where it's going to be him. I, I, I can picture it right now. I can picture the cover of the Kitty book that comes out sometime in April or so after the Blu-ray and DVDs out, and it's going to be. Her on one side, him on the other. Both of this on the same like side of the battlefield, it's gonna be them fighting Snoke's guard or something else or some. But they're going to be on the same side, kind of like imagine Attack of the Clones, Mace Windu and Obi Wan kind of back to back fighting. It's gonna be yeah. something like that. That's when I have a very strong feeling they're gonna be fighting on the same side at some point. Whether if it's just temporary in the sense it's kind of like allies just for the time being or maybe it bridges into something bigger i do think we're going to see them fighting together because i don't think they can resist having considering how the star wars fandom has latched on to both of those characters the way that's one thing rogue one did fail and i don't think any of the new characters from rogue one really gelled in the same way that ray and kylo ren did with the the fandom
3: yep i can see that all right well okay crazy crazy time um if she is Palpatine's daughter or somehow related to Palpatine, what if she finds that out and it starts to corrupt her or eat away at her because Luke hides it from her, and then somebody else actually points out to her, she turns to the dark side because of it because she doesn't trust Luke anymore. Kylo then goes to Luke because he does not trust what Snoke's done, and then you have a flip flop for like that's that's basically Ooh, yeah. how the movie ends. Well, that is yeah. one I actually read. That 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 is not one I. I will not take any credit for that because I put no weight into that one. As some, I think it's interesting, but I don't. I don't. It, it would be really weird to do. But the,
0: in my opinion, they're kind of like the way Empire ended. They're going to have to have a cliffhanger type thing. I don't think you're going to have a neat little bow on the end of this
2: one that you've got on the other one. Oh uh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back rehash. No, I'm kidding.
1: You're not gonna well, escape but- that. They're not they are going to do the like that's another thing I feel they are going to do the cliffhanger ending. They have they have they're gonna need they, I can, it depends on how hard they want to try. I think that's what it's gonna come down to. And my theory on the on and Zenger made me just think of this on now. I think one thing they keep emphasizing in a lot of these articles is Ray feels like she lost the father. A, Ray's been looking for a family for the last how many years? And then she right. lost the only father figure she had in Han Solo. Then she goes to Luke and Luke's very much, pardon the pun, lukewarm with her. And she so had this. And what would happen, again, and this is my theory, and I've been saying this pre-Force Awakens. She is going it's gonna be Kylo Ren, her or brother and sister. And that also leads into my opinion of, of them fighting back to back at one point. Let's say she finds out that again, it is him that is her brother and Han Solo was her father and he, and she finds out that she let Han Solo die. It makes his, his death even more devastating. The fact that she kind of sat there, like, I, I don't know. Maybe she, remember. there's also that maybe she kills Kylo Ren in this movie. Maybe, you know, you know in star Wars, I think always is you, you will strike him down and now you can become my apprentice. You ever think maybe Ray kills Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and becomes Snoke's apprentice? We, we've been all in Star Wars, that's been a hallmark of every single film is the sh- strike him down, become my apprentice. So that could be something where they're really, you know, what at this point the fandom's so conditioned to our hero refuting that, that what do you want to call it, uh, invita- invitation to evil. Who knows? They might do it that way. I, I, the more and more I think about it, it's just it depends on how far they want to go. And as Jim can attest, them killing off all the main characters of Rogue One shows they not that they don't care, but they really don't care. They'll they'll do whatever they think works best, narratively speaking.
0: Uh, yeah, I I think it'll be a cliffhanger type thing. But I agree, it's got it. A- it's got to be worth the money investment. It's got to be something that everybody goes, oh my word, I cannot believe they just did that. And, there, and But you know what's funny is nothing's leaked out about that last part. Nothing. We've had bits and pieces of everything else and it's become such commonplace that it's actually get mentioned in many articles. Not the ending.
1: That's I, I don't know, though. But we really didn't... Because I, I followed the Force Awakens spoilers with a fine-tooth comb. And there's only... I remember i guess it was a confirmation it was the when they let all the psychopaths in who waited online at the um, premiere like 14 days in advance and i knew once i heard about that on twitter they were letting all those those nuts go into the theater it's like okay it's only a matter of hours until the plot of the film comes out i remember finding it on reddit the entire plot breakdown and the only thing that genuinely surprised me that i did not know about prior to that uh reading it and that came out like again like the tuesday before the film came out was that kylo ren's name was ben solo that was the only i, I knew he was gonna be han solo's son but the ben thing was the only genuinely surprising thing that came out and then the coming days before the release and so I, I think well like if you really like, i'm deliberately gonna try to stay away from the plot spoilers this time around Like, and yet yeah, those usually don't start showing up until once the um the TV marketing campaign starts. That's when you really start kind of seeing a lot of the imagery. So it's like I, I, back during the Rogue One when the commercials used to come on, I deliberately would put the TV on mute and look away to well, make sure that they were You not go spoiled. to any toy
3: stores then.
1: Oh, you Good can't. Oh, as, well, as Mark knows, you can't glean anything of
3: value from the from the toys. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Mark Hamill actually pointed out, he goes, if you don't want it spoiled for you, you might want to stay away from messing with any of the toys. Mm. So, yeah.
1: Well, I mean I got I got I gotta take the bait on that one. Zenger, are you telling me that Snokes Star Trooper or Star Destroyer Fortress does not turn into a large BB eight in the third act of the film? Are you telling me that does not happen?
3: I I film <laughs> walking into a trap.
1: You, you are
3: definitely. <laughs> It's a so trap. Run. Run,
1: no, run. No, the reason why I say that is because they, there's, there's a Hasbro toy and oh, no. it's the Star Destroyer playset. Like that's what I mean though. So you're telling me it does not and <laughs> like imagine at the very like like this is the ultimate plot twist. At the very end of the movie, realize BB eight is the true villain of this entire series. And he's been the puppet master, this working everybody's strings. BB eight is a true yes. villain. And it becomes Poe's job to like go all like apocalypse now and like assassinate him like like Kurtz in the episode nine. I think that would be a really fun way to take it. I can talk about completely just making a left-hand turn at Bizarreville, just going down that path. It becomes a post yeah. story.
3: And this was I'm supposed sorry, to be my crazy there. theories, by the hey,
1: way, but hey, whatever. <laughs> I I am like almost physically exhausted. You know what? I'm allowed to go completely off the rails. All All right. so I'm also getting my tinfoil hat out right now. There
0: you All go. Right. go. Well, I'm going to wrap. This. One more thing. Will Kylo Ren fight in his new ship? Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. there, I thought there was a quote where they even said that he's fight. By- he, he has the same skills as his grandfather or something like that. Did
1: they and really say that? I thought there was something to where there was uh, like some uh,
3: little line about geez, that. Jeez, be original. The images I saw.
1: So does that mean everybody with the Skywalker lineage is just inherently a good pilot? Is this like one of those things where it's just like, it's almost like a blood type. It's like, oh, good news. You're a Skywalker. You can fly a ship better than anyone else. But has anyone legally- like seen um, Leia fly a ship? No. In Rebels, I think she does. At one point, she does something maybe in rebels, doesn't she? Doesn't she fly one of the? I I don't know. I think it's just fair to assume that she's an excellent pilot. The odds are in her favor. So, all right, let's. let's, Do we need to recap now and let everybody let Porzac go to bed? Oh no, it's real quick. Zenger, did you see that new um, Battlefront two? Yes, I did. Yeah, one one of the shots in that is um.
3: Yoda piloting a ship.
1: No, well, oh
3: yeah, that that looks awesome.
1: That that too, but shows the um. Kylo Ren's tie silencer. Yep. So you're gonna be able to play. I think you are going to see the Kylo Ren thing ship both in the movie and if
3: it's gonna be in the game. I'm willing to bet it's in the movie. I don't see why not. Um, oh, I had a, th- I had a good theory a little bit ago. Poe is an agent for the First Order. Unbe- and it's even unbeknownst to him. Here's why. He was captured. Had his right. mind messed with by Kylo Ren. No repercussions, no nothing, no anything. Until one day he's sitting there and he hears some code word or, you know, Ben just mentally connects back with him and has him turn on everybody. Just saying, it's kind of weird that, that there's no real repercussions from that aside from, oh, I got captured. and They kind of pushed
2: me well, around in, a little bit.
0: And any of the spoilers we've had, his character really has not mentioned besides watching his ship get blown up.
1: Mm-hmm. wait. But, yeah, Poe had consequences. He Because of what Kylo Ren did to him, he found
3: out that it was a BB unit. No, I'm just saying, he, like, there, there was not, like, they just let him back onto the base. No one kind of stopped him and went, whoa, well, wait a second, you were captured for a while. We might want to, you know, not let you do anything. Oh, gotcha. Now, yep. there is a big plot hole with this. If someone can point it out, I'll, I'll immediately argue back. No, no one's going point go out the fact sure he that he's the this. one that destroyed Starkiller base. So why didn't he stop him then?
2: Because Kylo that. Ren's
3: actually a good guy and he's doing that to actually help the, the New Republic the whole time. Boom. My hat just got blown off. There so we go. There you go. Where does this Darth Vader castle fit into all this? Just, just shoved in there, just somewhere pointlessly. <laughs> kind of like they did in Rogue One. There you <laughs> go. It. Hey, that scene was great. It was. Oh, I love the scene,
1: but it wasn't necessary. If if Kylo Ren makes a Darth Vader Krennic pun, I will be thrilled. Like he turns around to like a stormtrooper, like one of like the the wannabe guys, with, like the weird like battle axe and like black armor, and says, "Make sure not to choke on your aspirations." Stupid looking stormtrooper. I think that ah, you know what.
2: Do something repair. like that.
1: I get really meta. Like it really meta and like self-referential. But you know what? You, you earn my respect, movie. You earn my respect.
2: All right. He does it, the Phasma
1: though? Uh, I think Phasma has too much too much credibility she has to earn back. I, I think that's one thing Lucasfilm learned from the Force Awakens is that the marketing really built up that character, and then like the movie. I remember I think it was a couple of weeks before Force Awakens came out. Like people were like asking J.J. Abrams about Phasma. He's like, Yeah, you guys might want to temper your expectations about her. Because like, <laughs> again, the marketing and the ancillary products just went bananas, bananas with her. Yeah, like, a lot of her
2: merchandise. Yeah.
1: Yes, Kevin Fat No, I do me wrong. I can still remember, like as much as Darren likes to make fun of me and my dislike of the Force Awakens. When she's turning the corner on Star Killer Base before she gets tackled by Chewbacca, I had the biggest grin. Cause it's such a cool character. It's like the death. It's like again. I know it's like a Frankenstein's monster of like what's cool in Star Wars, but it's so cool. She is a cool character. Between the disembodied voice, the armor, the cape, the red lining on the cape. You know what? I want. I guess that's one thing I really hope they redeem Phasma. Like, Like again, make Phasma the character Boba Fett never was, or make. Fasma, the character the fans think Boba Fett is. Oh boy, he's hitting out. You're,
2: you're hitting I think you normal. make it your wish.
1: Yeah, so gonna... I,
2: what's it called, Mark? Headcanon? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, some of the readings from the um, Entertainment Weekly, they talked about, you know, I think one of them was about the villains, and they said on there that Fasma uh, will have a more prominent role, and they hinted that uh, there may be a possible showdown between her and Finn. So, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It's... I have no problem with that.
1: Just just make it interesting. I think I think we're going <laughs> to see with that fight because I know Phasma has a spear this time around because apparently a, a blaster is too productive. It's. I think we're gonna have her with the spear and Finn with the um, judicial like Zenger, You you have a name for it? That stupid little baton that they have. It's the the weird little electrical blades growing in between like the the forked edges. Is there a name um, for that? You know what
3: I'm a talking pike? about, though, right? Trader stick. Sure, let's
1: call it that. Um, been, yeah, you can call it that. Call the pike, whatever. As long as everybody knows what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like somebody asked, are we going to get a duel in this film? In all honesty, that might be the duel we get toward the end, where it's going to be Finn versus Phasma. That might be because we're going to see that. It's going to be very similar to kind of like uh, Grievous's Magna Guards, their sticks. Like, was it Electro yeah. Staffs? I think that's going to be very similar. But there's one more point before I want to bring up, and I think it's only fair because a few episodes ago I shouted Zenger down about this. So where are we going to get the Force Ghost Obi-Wan, Force Ghost Yoda, and Force
3: Ghost Anakin cameo? No, we, where, we, where are, they? Getting, we are getting Force Ghost Anakin because there's too much buzz about it. So I'm saying... That I think it's going to happen, and if there's anything that's going to make people irritated, it's Hayden Christensen showing up on a big screen again, having everyone lose their freaking minds. That's I'd true. Love I'd love so, it. Absolutely love it.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I'm
3: still not over episode two. No, I want I want
2: uh, that to
1: happen, uh, not because I'm a Hayden Christensen fan, because I know I remember in the theater opening night, you get how you have again. Jim knows these people. There are these angry Star Wars fans, and it's these same ones that Lucasfilm pandered so hard to in 2015 about like practical effects, real sets. Don't remember the prequels. It's, it's it's like if you guys ever seen Family Guy, remember that it was like a Family Guy episode and it's like it's like a smoking ad, it's like or no, it's Lassie, it's like, Hi Lassie, how you doing? And it cuts to yeah. like like the rotund guy smoke. Smoke. Oh Lassie. And I think and like they did and that literally was what happened in that like behind the scenes sizzle reel from like twenty fifteen. Luke Ham- Mark Hamill actually comes on screen and says, prequels suck. And like, and guess what? It was like a dog whistle to the fan base, to the ones who want, who hate the prequels. And I think that'd be the greatest thing ever if we actually get a Hayden Christensen, not a Sebastian Shaw. But I, wasn't there a rumor at one point for The Force Awakens that they wanted to include the Hayden Christensen Force Ghost, but but they were going to have it in a weird way where it would be half Hayden Christensen yes. And, yes, and half Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. And yep. I think I think if they are going to do that, they're going to do it that way, just so you can pacify the same part of that fan base that's just perpetually <laughs> seething with hatred and anger toward the prequels. That uh, that, that was a uh,
2: that was a uh, something about from the uh, the art of the Force Awakens mm. that you know that whole that thing about like half you know uh, Anakin half Darth Vader um, would be like a. Yeah, you know, would be some something about that. It was like his spirit like shifts, shifts from the um, light side to the dark side in that movie. It would have been like that, but that was like way in like in the beginning of the you know of the uh, concept phase of um, the Force Awakens. That didn't make it through, of course. But yeah, you know, it could. The be idea was still goes. out there, right? And that idea could be used. Some or something close to the idea can be used in the Last Jedi. Now, coming back to uh, you know what you're saying about hating Christian appearing, um, I'm going to say this. So you know, I was at, I was at the uh, you know at the panel, the 40th year, 40th anniversary panel, and you know he came on there, and you know he got a lot of big cheers. Then, so I don't think we're going to see a lot of haters. Well, we might see them. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, that, of the, that might be the quickest qualification in Star Wars history some, where we. So. Some of these, you know, and no offense to anyone, some of these, you know, man children that, you know, think they're gatekeepers to the Star Wars, you know, fan base, they're going to, you know, they may they may gripe about it, but everyone else will be okay with it. Even those that, you know, that aren't big fans of his, that, you know, they'll still be cool with it, you know. We all know that, you know, it's not going to be a very big role. It's not like he's, you know, probably he'll pop up and, you know, some sort of guiding thing for like a two or three minutes and then go away and that's it. We'll see. I do not know. I have no idea. You
0: know, is I, there any is there anything else we need to add, guys? I think you've answered my questions. I think
3: I'm up to oh, speed. Oh, well, I got something. Go ahead, Zanger. Alright. This is one I brought up before by the way, and I'm going to see if I get the same reaction from you guys this time. What if she is the chosen one? Right? is the chosen one. And technically, by that meaning, she is the reincarnation of Vader in that sense, or the reincarnation of Anakin, which would allow Luke to be able to say this line, no, you are my father.
1: You know what? I don't believe in discriminating against people based on ideas, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the verge of making an exception in this case. <laughs>
3: I, I i didn't say i believe this one it's just one i have i have heard and i'm like you know what it would be the biggest like twist in in that 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 whole line reading and everything
1: yeah but that'd be the problem is that would it be a twist yeah but it'd be an eye roll
3: twist where but like they've never mentioned um reincarnation or anything like that before so it wouldn't make sense within the well, logic of the movies
1: yeah, I I don't know. And how do you have Ray? How do you have Ray be reincarnated, Anakin, then bring him back as a Force ghost? Like well, that'd she, be
0: a, she called the uh, lightsaber to herself, and it was
3: it was Luke's, and it was Anakin's. Yeah. Be- there's a whole theory about the lightsaber, by the way. Whole oh, theory yeah, behind no, it, no. and I am not qualified off the top of my head to try to retell it. Okay, because it's it is in depth. It is very interesting. And I'll just plug his stuff real quick. You check out John Negroni, who is the same guy that came up with the Pixar theory of everything's intertwined. He came up with the lightsaber theory, which kind of explains that that shows a lot of the origins of, you know, what who's raised parents are and stuff like that, which I've kind of stolen bits and pieces from for my own theory. I came up with that Luke knew her parents and everything. He did know her parents. Her parents are Han Solo and Princess Leia.
1: No, oh, they are
0: not. Right.
3: And they are not. You connect- tell yourself that.
0: Oh, my. Right. Well, I, you guys have answered all my questions. I think I'm up to speed on some of this stuff. Of course, there's a lot more theories out there, but I think you've kind of fleshed it out for me a little bit more. I can do my research now.
1: Yes. I think, think it'll also be fun, maybe, like, right right after we get the um, second Flash Jedi trailer that we go through, we make our final predictions where yeah. For w- for once, Zenger can't just say like Gonzo things like, hey, wouldn't it be great if Yoda shows up and starts making Kylo Ren a ham sandwich, and the ham sandwich is the threat they've been fighting this entire time, and then Poe, Poe eats the ham sandwich, and the entire galaxy goes to waste, because you know what? The Death Star actually was the ham sandwich. It just goes completely just off the rails. So, I, I, that's why I planned it. See, there we go. The entire Star <laughs> Wars universe boils down to a, a deli meat sandwich.
0: There you go. I've you heard it worse- here,
1: folks.
3: Okay, fine, fine, fine. You've you've gotten one detours out of me tonight. There we go. All right, I said I wasn't going to do it, but I I I got one. So, I, I guess I guess the skit would like be at at the like like something crazy like that happens, and um, it's just something crazy that's completely out there, and like everything keeps on coming up to a boiling point, and then all of a sudden you just see Lucas wake up and sit up out of bed. Like, in a, in a just drenched sweat. And then you hear, like, honey, what's wrong? <gasps> I just had this terrible dream that I sold sold Star Wars to Disney. And they ruined it <laughs> worse than I did. I tried so hard with the prequels to kill it. Uh, oh, sorry, right. hold on. I should probably do my, um, my, uh, my no. George Lucas voice. Uh, I, I tried so hard with the prequels to kill it. I gave him Jar Jar Binks. And they still <laughs> loved it. I, I don't uh. get it. <laughs> well, I guess it was just a dream, honey. You did sell it to to Disney. Why? <laughs> no, oh, in the exact same way Vader did it. There you go. Oh man,
1: I guess I can not imagine right now. Mark's doing the um the Arthur meme with the like with the clenched fist. He's just <laughs> sitting there. with The clenched fist just like Mark's like no, I'm not gonna lose my patience. I promise to sit this through. almost over it's almost over mark (laughs) mark's like rocking himself in a chair right now like promise not to get mad promise not to get mad at the moment we hang up from this mark just throws his like phone out the window and goes f those guys f them all (laughs) especially that zenger guy
2: oh boy uh, all oh, right, is
1: that, that's about right, right, Mark? Mark, you're just really like hiding. There's like like, well, like an inferno underneath your Com persona right
2: now. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about setting my phone on fire, actually. But you're 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 close. You're close
1: though. <laughs> oh boy, this is fun. Alrighty. So, anything else? I think I think Zenger ended us on a good note. <laughs>
2: yeah, i, 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 I think they're good uh we didn't say anything about the legos though but yeah you
1: know what well that can that can be next week's episode we can we can have our our lego catch-up that can be the like, part of the post force friday catch-up is the
2: the yeah, lego no, review that episode that. well um did we did we um did we give a good description of snoke as far as how his looks gonna be out like you know, I think um, I, I would imagine anyone who's listening to this knows what's
1: I would imagine if they want to seek out
3: Snoke's gold. yeah he loves gold yeah
2: yeah Is so that, was that was that an goes.
3: Austin Powers reference I I don't want to admit to it but sure
2: <laughs> so there you go Jim in case you didn't know he's got gold I was worried him. about Snoke's
0: appearance and being gold yeah. I was
2: worried yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know it, it's like like I mentioned in other pod in some of the past episodes that it's one of those things that you have to see in action in order to, uh, you know, to get like a full idea of how it's gonna be portrayed in the movie. Uh, same thing with the uh, the whole uh, that new robe that Kylo Ren will have. So it's a little different now uh, compared to in the Force Awakens. We had that cape that was like a kind of like tethered off and like you know midway on you know before he got to his uh, waist, but now it's actually full on you know. A uniform cape on, um, you know, it's like he's channeling Vader, you know, with the cape and all that. So, all right. you know, um, so it's another one of those things that I can't wait to see to see how. It's r- r- like.
1: Real quick, if we don't get a Lord Emperor Snoke bathrobe set from like Kohl's or Bed Bath and Beyond, it's like a gold like satin bathrobe that is a completely wasted merchandising opportunity.
3: Oh, Are you okay. about- I will
1: agree with that. Like someone needs someone needs to do a Photoshop thing, like take like a normal like bathrobe like packaging, then like find a gold one, you put like that promo art of like the disfigured looking snoke on it and be like and just put that on there. Like imagine like on all the shelves. It's like honey, we should get you this. But I don't look like that disfigured man. Well you can if you wear his robe. Well, when you put it that way, honey, let's buy three. that was nowhere near as good as a forced detour but it'll make do so on that note so concludes this episode as always please rate and review us on itunes because you know what the reason jim's gonna be honest with you he didn't come back because we didn't get that many reviews and rates on itunes for questions comments concerns or snide remarks Which is really weird, considering the fact that I'm not sure which is worse. The fact that we don't get any snide remarks, or that no one listens to this, and that we don't get snide (laughs)
2: remarks.
1: (laughs) So, contact me on Twitter, Zach, at Rogue Knight, K-N-I-T-E.
2: Where can people find you, guys? Uh, You can find me on Twitter, uh, at S-W-MegaFan. That's S-W-M-E-G-A-F-A-N.
3: The Empire's putting metachlorians in our water, but you can find me, Zinger, on the Zingness Podcast. (laughs) And that's Z E N G. This. Huh. This is
0: Jim. You can find me on Twitter at JT Star Destroyer.
1: Alrighty everybody. Have a good night.
2: Good night. Well, uh, good night, everyone.